Hey everybody, Diana here on the sales and marketing for massage therapist podcast. I wanted to talk about something that happens in life, the death of a loved one, uh, perhaps suddenly or perhaps not so suddenly and how to work through that in your business or in your career, how to, this is not the right phrase, but it's in the direction I want to go, like take it in stride. It's, it's, it's kind of an acknowledgement that life is full of many things and that are, those are new beginnings and endings. And for some death can be a complete and utter halt in terms of the directions that we want to go. It can be a huge obstacle that changes our directions. And some sometimes that change in directions is what is needed and necessary and wanted. You know, someone else's death gave us the opportunity to really assess what we've been doing so far. And is this really what I want? And also death can be the death of somebody else can be uh, a wake up call. Maybe I need to look at things differently in the, in the direction I've already been going. So I look at death as a, a, a teacher, a, a, uh, a reminder that, um, of the important things, I guess, in my opinion, you know, those people that we love, the relationships that we cherish, um, the life, the very life that we're living, the very life essence that we share with other people. So, uh, over this past weekend, uh, a very dear friend of mine died. Uh, it was not sudden. Um, it was, there's so many things I could say about this that I'm still working through. I, I don't know what to do with some of the feelings and thoughts and the experiences I had prior to her death, I don't know what to do with them quite yet. And that's okay. But I noticed um, over the last couple of days, I started to doubt the direction I was going in terms of my business and helping people. Is it going to, is my business, is my focus going to be the same as it was prior to her death? And she was a pretty focal person in my life for a very long time. And I've come to some conclusions over the last couple of days, but I also was feeling a lot of confusion and doubt about what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Why is this so important to me? This, this business that I uh, want to expand and grow. Why, why freaking bother? You know, that those were at the, those kinds of thoughts were at the lowest point of the last few days where I just didn't have any bandwidth to think about my business, to think about my clients and how I could help them and feeling vaguely bad about that because I just didn't have the resources for other people. I was trying to take care of me. That is perfectly okay, perfectly normal. And I'm allowing myself the time to gather up my resources 
to take care of myself, to replenish and refuel. But what I've learned over the last couple of days too, is that, you know, someone else's death isn't a sign that things have to end for you in whatever that looks like for you. This was a sign that I shouldn't be doing this. This was a sign that maybe the direction I'm going isn't right. This is a sign that maybe I should be focusing on something else. I, I personally don't look at it that way because if we're looking for signs, then maybe we're not trusting ourselves and not trusting the vision that was so important to us prior to this person's departure. And that's kind of how I look at it. It's like this person's death doesn't have any, doesn't have to have a deeper meaning other than this person is gone and there's going to be a void that may never be filled again. And it's, it happened and it doesn't have to have anything to do with how I see my future as I saw it prior to their death. Can, can their passing enhance and give nuance to where I want to go? Absolutely. Um, someone's death is it gives meaning to moments because you're remembering all the things that happen with that person and through that person. Oh boy. I'm hoping this is ho making sense. Um, I think what it boils down to, and this is what I, I teach my clients. These two questions are, are I think pivotal to somebody in the midst of grieving either prior to or just after someone's passing. And one of those questions is, I, I like to ask myself this anytime, is what in this situation can I control? And the answer for me is always me. I can control what I think. I can control what I feel. I can control what I do. And in those muddled blurry, tearful moments when you're still trying to process what just happened, it is a question that calms me down. The second question I offer you calms me down even more. What do I want to control right now? What do I want to control about me right now? And sometimes that answer is, I don't want to control a damn thing. I don't want, I just want to sit here and be. I want to process or not process. I just want to observe myself. I just want to feel. I want to just be in the moment and not have to think anything other than what I'm experiencing right now. And to me, that's, it just allows space for whatever you're experiencing. Um, and for some, this may be really difficult, a difficult question, question to answer. Um, because in those moments too, when somebody dies, and in this case, I was not a family member. I was a friend who had been on the periphery of this family for decades. And I wanted to be of support to them. I wanted to offer comfort where I could. Um, I wanted to be of help to them in whatever they decided to do for my friend. 
And so there was some at moments, an external survey that was constantly happening of like, okay, can I just sit here for now? Do I have to do anything or offer help? Can I, you know, just sort of sit on the sidelines? And so I made those decisions in the moment. I asked those questions in the moment and, you know, recognizing that, you know, different people handle death differently. So I really clung to those questions um, over the last couple of days. Obviously in the moment, in the immediate moments after my friend's passing, I couldn't ask myself any questions. I was not capable of asking any questions of myself or anyone else. I was just feeling, I was just trying to kind of hold on to whatever equilibrium I could muster. But as time has passed, it's, it's, it's the aftermath. I've been through this death process with very people, people close to me for a while now. Um, I've got some experience with it and I know firsthand is the, the main priority for me in those moments is me and taking care of myself in the moment and taking care of myself in the future. Some decisions I can make ahead of time. Death can change our perspective of our life. And for say maybe a couple days or a couple weeks, maybe a couple months, we're disoriented of, of in our own present life because this death has perhaps caused us to question what's really important to us um, our direction, our, our desire to, to go in those directions, the importance of our goals and our, what we think is our purpose. It, it, to me, it's always like, I question everything after someone close to me dies. I, I was like, ah, it's, it's the most disorientating place I could be. And then my mind is like trying to find meaning in all this. And I was like, oh, that's exhausting and probably mostly unnecessary. Um, I may not know the meaning of this passing of this person. I may never know. I may not get that clarity until some time later, years later, in fact, for some people who have passed. So death of a close person, a, a dear loved one, and can change our perspectives easily. And they may change multiple times <laughs> before they settle down into like, oh, okay, I see where my mind went. I didn't have to heed any of those directions. I could just like observe them and, and watch myself. And really the, this particular time, a lot of grief counselors and grief coaches will tell you like, don't make any big decisions after someone's died. Wait a good six months or a year before you make big decisions, if you can, because of this time period after somebody's death, where you're just, you know, I have a vision of a pinball machine. You're just bouncing all over the place. You're bouncing from one idea, one perspective, one um, value or direction that you want to go. And it's just, it, until you settle down, you're just not going to have any clarity. Um, I always advocate 
space and time, whatever that looks like for you. It's not like you have to come to a complete stop after someone dies. Uh, in some cases you do, you need that week, two weeks, a month of just uh, quiet and, and softness and gentleness from yourself and perhaps from those around you. Um, grief is a very individual thing. And I think that there's, I think for me, I'm always pretty intentional and I haven't quite reached that in, you know, intentional state from this experience. I got a, she, you don't, you won't understand our relationship with this friend of mine. She died and there was, <laughs> there's a lot of irreverence from her. She was an incredibly irreverent person. And I treasure that about her. It makes me laugh. Uh, other people may not see it that way, but she wrote people letters before she died. And I got her letter yesterday to me. And of course it was, I questioned whether I wanted to read it. <sighs> what, what frame of mind did I want to be before I read it? Because I knew it would be, it would stir up some things that I thought um, had quieted down a bit, but she wrote me a letter and <laughs> um, in that letter was a goodbye. And it was um, her last wishes for me. And of course, an apology that she would not, be here for me, for her to see what I had created. And that's rough, but I'm glad I got this letter. I, I got a little note and, um, I will treasure it. Uh, <laughs> she said she wouldn't haunt me <laughs> anyway. So, which in a way I was like, yeah, I want you to, because it would be great to know what your experiences are. If we could communicate in some way when you're dead and I'm still alive, you know? Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's <laughs> one of the conversations we had when she was still alive. I think it's what I'm trying to open your mind to is that I've had five, five people who were pretty close to me die in say the last decade. And with each passing is a different experience, different. You, you've had different relationships with different people through the course of your time together. And, um, each person is going to affect you in different ways. There have been some deaths that were a tremendous relief to me. It was, this is these are people who have been very close to me, but it was okay. It was very light because I knew that person was going to be, these are my own beliefs, you know, in a better place. They were beyond pain. They were beyond their confusion. They were beyond their anger and frustration in this life. And I was happy for them. And so each death is going to affect us differently. Death is inevitable for those around us and for us. And I look at it as this is going to happen. You know, I'm 52 years old. It's going to happen more and more as my friends die, as my family members die. 
um, as the people around me die. And, and, and it's, um, and for some people that started at a very early age. And so they have this innate wisdom in them from this experience that death gives us. Those are truly special people because they had it at a young age and they are wiser for it, I think. And uh, some uh, other people's deaths gives us wisdom about life, about ourselves, about them, about our relationships, and about what's really important to us. I'm going to wrap this up by saying, you know, someone else's passing, especially those closest to us, can give us a lot more clarity on where we want to go and the, the depth of emotion and investment and energy into what we want to create. I look at it as, you know, when someone else passes, they, it reminds me that, you know, life is not infinite in this lifetime. We, in our present human bodies, it's not infinite. Um, our spirit goes on, I believe our, our energy and our soul go on, but our physical body does not. And I find that comforting in a way, because I know that these people are still with me in whatever form they be ha happen to take at this present time for themselves. I, I just feel their energy as a source of strength. And, um, I could call upon that wisdom. I talked to my mother who's been dead for nine years. I talked to my great grandmother who's been dead for decades. I speak to um, people who have passed, friends of mine. And this particular friend of mine, I'm, I've been having conversations even after she's dead with her. I'll ask her questions and uh, <laughs> and I laugh. She lightens moments for me that are <laughs> pretty dark. We had a lot of funny, funny times together and I treasure them. And they make me laugh to this day. Um, but I think my point about discussing all this is that life does life happens, death happens. And, um, these are moments, uh, that we can appreciate and take time to process that will deepen our relationship with life itself, with what we truly hold important. Um, that connection we had that we may not ever have with anybody else. Uh, it's precious and to appreciate it and to, or maybe not in some cases, I don't know. Um, I think death brings up all kinds of emotions. I've been angry and frustrated with her for a very long time and it still comes up after she's gone. So, um, those are mine to process and to decide what I want to do with. So I'm inviting you to think of death as, you know, one of those life's happenings that whatever you decisions you make from this person's path passing, that, um, they will guide you. They will provide support for you and wisdom for you. If you ask, if you look for it. And I think too, whatever decisions you decide to make about your business, your career, the, any sort of shifts that you want to make, because you're know, like all of a sudden, because someone died, you're like, oh, that's, I've lost sight of what was important to me. You know, take that forward too. So the two questions, if you're ever in this situation and you will be, are what can I control? 
in this moment, in this experience? And what do I want to control in this moment of this experience? What do I, what is important to me now? What has shifted? What has changed? And to let go of any judgment or attachment to things that prior to this person's death were really important. And like, you're realizing not so important anymore. And that's good. That's okay. That's clarifying. I can let that go. I've been waiting to let that go maybe. So your business can go on. Your goals can be completed. They're going to be enhanced by this situation. If, if that's the type of experience that you want from someone's passing, my friend will be with me always. She's going to be in my, my heart, and my head. She's inspiring. She is infuriating. <laughs> These are all part of my experience with her. There are other people out there like her, <laughs> not quite the same because she's one of a kind, but that the stubbornness, the rigidity, there are other people out there like her that I will come across with more compassion and patience because I knew her. So whoever needed this to hear this today, uh, I hope it helped. Um, and I hope it helped you going forward for those who have dealt with this before and were, have been confused since. Thank you so much for listening. And for those of you out there, I'm sorry for your loss. If it was recent, Take care of yourselves. I will be back next week.